Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, back up here again at the church, looking at a bunch of empty pews. I'll be so glad when this is over because I miss all of you so much. But I would like to bring you a little message this morning, and I, I think we really need something we need to pay attention to. The title of my message is, Whose Report Are You Going to Believe? You know, we're living in a world out there just full of conflict and reports. Satan and the world, they give their report, while God gives a completely different report. So whose report will you believe? Here in Isaiah 53.1, it says, Who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? And I know many of you out there have experienced God's righteous right hand and his healing hand upon you. And, and you've experienced that healing power of God. Now in the book of Genesis, chapter 3, verses 1 through 6, Satan is challenging Adam and Eve, just like he challenges us today. He is trying to get them to not believe what God says. You know, he don't just come out and say God's a liar, but he does come out and say, now did God really say this? See, he kind of puts these thoughts into our minds. And so if a man gives you a report which is contrary to the word of God, you just need to look at that man and say, let God be true and let every man be a liar. Bill, where'd you get that? Well, you'll find that in Romans chapter 3, verse 4. And I want to read a little Psalms here right fast. You've, you've all read it. You, you know what it is. It's Psalms 1. And I'm going to read 1 through 3. And it says, Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel or the advice of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. You know, we don't go where sinners go and walk where they walk, and we don't sit among them and listen to their gossip and all their tales. But it says, but, but his delight is in the law or the word of God. And in his law does he meditate day and night. We should stay in the word of God and see what God is saying. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. This is the man that walks with God, that lives for God, that reads God's word and gets that word down on the inside of him so that he knows that when somebody comes and tells him something, he knows if it's from God or he knows if it's just this man speaking. He said, and notice, what, what, what this psalm is really saying, it's very simple. It's, it said, blessed are those who do not follow the advice of the ungodly, but delight in the word of the Lord. Do not follow, do not listen to ungodly advice. And many people will advise you to do things that are contrary to the Word of God. Have you ever had somebody just say, well, yes, I know that's what the Word of God says, but, people, God did not put but in there. They are doubting God. I know this is what God says, but, now this is what I think. Don't listen to that. 
listen to the Word of God. You know, many people will tell you, well, just for example, believing that a certain kind of sickness cannot be cured. In Romans chapter 4, verse 17 through 21, it just, I'll just kind of paraphrase here. It says, Adam did not consider his body or the deadness of Sarah's womb. He didn't even think about that when God told him he was going to have a child. But he believed the report of the Lord, saying, so shall your seed be. He didn't doubt God. He believed God. It says, and Abraham, because Abraham was so convinced that what God promised, he was able to perform. Or what God promised, he was able to do. God's report says in Isaiah 53, 5, by the stripes of the Lord Jesus Christ, you are healed. But the report of the world says cancer is incurable. HIV is incurable. Sugar diabetes is incurable. And all kinds of other diseases. So let me ask you a question. Whose report will you believe? Will you believe the report of the world? Or will you believe the report of God? When he simply just says, and nothing is impossible for God. In, in Mark chapter 5, verses 25 through 34, talks about the woman with the issue of blood. I know you've all read this. She heard the report of Jesus. She had never met Jesus, but she had heard of all that he had done, the people that had, had come to him and that they had healed, were healed. And they said that she went to all these doctors, spent all the money she had, but they couldn't heal her. But she believed and touched the, heart, the hem of Jesus' garment, and he said that she was healed. You know, we have to trust the Lord for our healing because nothing, like I said a while ago, is impossible for him to do. God put doctors here to help us, and we should go to doctors to kind of find out what's going on inside of our body. Despite what the doctor says, though, you can believe the report of the Lord and the word of God for your healing. We have seen healings take place here in this church. We've seen God's hand move. We know that God walks up and down these aisles. I just want to, I just want to tell you about three people right quick. We have a girl here named Becky Miller. Mitchell, excuse me, Becky Mitchell. And she had this uh, problem with the heart. They rushed her to Harris Hospital one evening. And Becky had died. They got her back. But this hospital could do nothing for her. Could be do nothing for her. They loaded her on an 18-wheel trailer with her bed, all the life support equipment, because the ambulance wouldn't care all the stuff that she had to have to keep her alive. And they took her to Dallas. And they worked and they worked. And many, many prayers went up. And you know what? Becky is here today, and she's leading our songs. And she's just really active in the church. God said, no, I will heal her body. And he did. So we can believe the report of, of uh, God or we can believe the report of those doctors who said, she's going to die. Which report are you going to believe? This family did not believe God's report that she was going to die. They knew that she would live and she would proclaim the word of God. And we have another little lady here, Glennis Shumate. Glennis had a stroke. 
They didn't think she'd come out of that stroke. They didn't think she would walk or function. She's walking around doing everything. Then, on top of that, she had cancer. They thought, well, this is going to do it. This, this, this will get her. Guess what? She's still going here today, just as active as she can be. She beat the stroke. She beat the cancer through the power of God's saving hand. And we got another man here, Walter Seymour. He had a stroke. The doctors never thought he'd walk out of the hospital. I got to visit with Walter a number of times up at the hospital. We prayed and we prayed. And it was just a matter of just a few weeks. Walter got up and walked out of that hospital. He's here in church today, walking, talking. He is praising God for, for what God did. It wasn't doctors and it wasn't man, but it was, it was the hand of God upon him. You need to know that it's God's will for you to be healed. God wants his people healed. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, not the temple of sickness and disease. God wants you healed. In Proverbs 4.22, it says that God's word is health to all flesh, and it works for those who find it. <clears throat> now, I'm going to say it, and medicine should be taken according to what the doctor instructs. You know, if, if this doctor tells you to take two tablets uh, three times a day for a week, then you should do exactly what he said to do. You know, you, you're believing that this works even while you're still feeling any pain. Now, that's what the doctor's instructions are. But what is God instructing us to do? It's kind of like this doctor, but God says, take these scriptures and read them as often as possible. Meditate on them night and day. And if the condition gets worse, then double the dose. Do not believe the devil's report that you will die and not live. Because God in his word. Matter of fact, and that's what I said a while ago, it's in Psalms uh, chapter 18, verse 17. For you shall live and not die and proclaim the word of God. Yes, God wants you alive. He wants you working for him. The devil will always question the word of God. So do not believe the negativity that comes against you because that's the devil. In Romans 8, 2, it says, The law of the spirit of life is in Jesus Christ, who has, set, who has set me free from the law of sin and death. Through what Jesus Christ did on the cross, his shed blood, his dying, his burial, his resurrection, it says that we are free from the law. We're not under law anymore. We are under grace. And our sin has been removed through the blood of Jesus Christ. And upon when, I, when our sin was, was removed, Jesus did something. He gave us authority. Yes, we have authority. God has given it to us to use it and to use it. God has given us authority over the power of the enemy and nothing shall in any way harm us. Bill, where do you get that? Look at Luke chapter 10 verse 19. This is Jesus himself speaking. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and, and scorpions. This is demons and devils. And over all the power of the enemy, who is Satan, and nothing by any means shall hurt you. 
We have authority over the enemy. Friends, sometimes we just do not use that authority. For there is power in the name of Jesus. And you have Jesus' personal authority to use his name when you pray, when you pray for, for an illness, a sickness. Pray for that sickness to be healed and taken away and cured in the name of Jesus. You know, that Jesus is an awful powerful name. Matter of fact, in Philippians 2.10, it says that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. This is saying that one day Satan and all his demons and all unbelievers who are laughing, mocking, making fun of Jesus will bow to Jesus and proclaim, Jesus is Lord. And Jesus is Lord. He's your Lord. He's my Lord. And in John 14, verses 12 through 14, it tells us that, that believers will do the works that Jesus did and even greater works because Jesus is now with the Father. Jesus said you will do greater works than what I did because there are so many more of you than there was of me. You can get around and do things more so and then here in Job 22, 28 says it. You shall decree or you shall declare a thing and it shall be established. When you declare something in the name of Jesus, that thing shall be established. So you need to declare right now that no weapon formed against you or your family in any way shall prosper. And that every tongue that shall come up and rise against you in judgment, you shall condemn that. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. You know, I think the only thing we can say to that is amen, amen, or so be it. So I'll ask you today, whose report are you going to believe? Are you going to believe the report of the world, the report of the devil? But as for me, I'm going to believe the report of the Lord, and I'm going to stand on his word, and I'm going to stand on his promises of what he has promised me and what he has told me. God is so faithful to his word. We've said it, we've said it, but you know, and I think it kind of bears repeating over in Isaiah 55, God said, and my word shall not go forth out of my mouth and return to me void, but it will accomplish everything that I sent it out to do. If God sends his word out to heal, that word is going to heal. If God sent that word out for salvation, that person that you've been praying for is going to come to God. You know, that's what the Bible says, that it is God's will that no man perish, but that every man should come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. That's what Jesus wants. He wants every man, every woman, every child to come to him. Are you inviting people to come to Jesus? Are you telling them about Jesus? I hope this short message today kind of makes you think about some things. You have power over the enemy. You have power over Satan. You have power over the, over the demons and the devils. He has given you power. Have you ever thought you being a Christian, there is no way that Jesus Christ is going to let his, the enemy have more power than his people? We have overcome the enemy. We have overcome. We are victorious through Jesus Christ it says, so I'll ask you again, whose report shall you believe?
As I told you, for me, I'm going to believe the report of the Lord and I'm going to stand on His Word and His promises. I'm going to proclaim those promises. I'm going to tell people about those promises. We're going through a time right now that we've never been through before. It's, it's hard. But I'll tell you what, we're going to come out of this and the Christian people, people are going to, I think you're going to see after this is all over, you're going to see more people turning to the Lord Jesus Christ. They're scared. Just think about 9-11. About when that took place, they thought, man, this is the end of the world. I've got to get right with God. The churches were filled to capacity. They couldn't hold no more. Then after things kind of calmed down, what happened? People quit going to church. Well, it's all over now, so I can get back to well what I used to do. I can get back to my old way of life. I can go back and do the things that I enjoyed. You know, it could be that maybe something like this comes on us every now and then to remind us that God is still on the throne. That God is still in charge. That God is telling you, come back to me while you can. You know, there's going to be a day coming that the, that the book of life, the Lamb's book of life, will be closed. There'll be no more names put in it. That'll be final. Let me ask you a question. Is your name in the Lamb's book of life? Is your name wrote in that book of life? Unless your name is wrote in the Lamb's book of life, I hate to say it, but you're going to spend all eternity in hell. It has to be in the Lamb's book of life to be in heaven. Is your name there? Think about it. Think about it. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ, I would invite you. Just get on your knees wherever you are. And just, just tell Jesus, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I have sinned against you. And I want to turn my ways around, Lord God. I want to serve you. I want to be in heaven someday. Lord, I want to be with you. And I'm asking you, Lord, forgive me of my sins and be my Lord and be my Savior. You know, that's very simple. Romans 10, 13 just simply says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. God did not make it difficult. He did not make it hard. Can you come to Jesus Christ today if you haven't? Just get on your knees and just ask him, Lord, come into my heart. I need you. I'm going to close out with that. I just wanted to say a few words to you. I, every Wednesday, I try to get up here and give a short message because I just miss everybody so much. And I worry about you. I worry about your families and what you're going through. I cannot go to the hospitals anymore. I can't get out. I can't visit. They're not allowing all of this. And... Uh, but you're in my heart, you're on my mind, you're in my prayers. And I'm asking God to touch and keep every one of you safe. Had his hand be upon you, that healing hand that we just talked about, let it be on you. So I want to thank y'all. If you hear this message, just, put it, just take it to heart. And I want to thank you. Let us pray. 
Father God, we thank you so much for your love. No, we don't understand everything that's going on. But Lord God, we do know you're in charge. And Lord, we still look to you. You're still God on the throne. You're still God of the mountain. You're still God in the valleys when we go there. But Lord, I just ask for your blessings upon the people. Turn their hearts back to you. Lord, if they've never known you, open yourself up that they may come to know you and receive you as their Lord and Savior. Lord, thank you for loving us. Thank you for your precious son, Jesus Christ, and what he did on that cross. Lord, we give you praise and we honor you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.